Amen. So uh, I'm just so grateful to be before you today and humbled. And um, I'm just Brother Joe, just a brother in Christ, as you're a brother or sister in Christ. And um, But the Lord has filled me with the Holy Spirit and given me understanding of the Scripture. And I'm so pleased to share with you um, a little bit of what's coming in the near future. All right? So with that, we'll dig right into the Word. Uh, we're going to turn to, uh, again, you know, you won't be able to keep up. I will put all the scriptures that I use or refer to uh, in the description, and so you'll be able to go back and uh, research and uh, test the Spirit. As the Lord says, test all spirits. Anyone that's teaching you the Word or showing you the Word, uh, I have the Holy Spirit help you to test the Spirit as you should test mine. And go back, read the scripture. And also you have these scriptures so you can share with your loved ones and people out there to get them ready. Why is it important that we know what the near future is? It's to be ready to meet your Lord. Now, Jesus says himself, unless you repent, you shall all perish. That means go to hell, brothers and sisters. Repent means to genuinely change and turn from your sinful ways. All right, brothers and sisters? So it's very important that we know our surroundings and we know that uh, the day of the Lord is near. All right? But be of good cheer because if you uh, believe that He died and arose for you and you have repented genuinely in your heart and you live, you're not going to be perfect like Jesus, remember. But you're going to sin rarely. The born-again Christian sins rarely. The one is not. Sins perpetually over and over and over. All right, brothers and sisters? So um, we'll see what's uh, in store for us. And we'll start off by reading uh, Luke chapter 12, 39 and 40. And the word reads, But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. You see, brothers and sisters, that's why it's important. It's important to realize that uh, our Lord and Savior is near. He's near. He's near. The, 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 um, the marriage uh, is, 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 you know, the, what the Lord says is Jesus is, represents like a groom. Okay, he's the groom. Who's the bride? That is the virgin church. All genuine Christians and all the churches out there, all right? Those people are part of that church. Those people are the virgins filled with the oil, filled with the Holy Spirit. And He's going to take us, all right? We want to be ready. Don't be sleeping. I understand. All right. So that takes us to... Um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and we'll read 13 through 18. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, that means those who have died, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and arose again, 
Even so, God will bring him those who sleep in Jesus. That's everyone, brothers and sisters, who has died that was filled with the Holy Spirit that believes in Jesus, Yeshua. You understand? For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep, your loved ones who are saved, who have died, and are sitting in paradise. Remember, we learned that a couple weeks ago. Where does the soul go? After it dies and it waits for resurrection, it goes to paradise, that third heaven that Paul got a glimpse of. And that's why Paul always says, or he said, when he was about to die, he said, to die is to gain. You understand? How did he know that? Because God gave him a glimpse of what paradise was like. Whoa. So, be of good cheer. All right. So, reading from verse, uh, verse 16 through 18. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. So be comforted, brothers and sisters, okay? All right, those people that you know that were in Christ, that did believe, had the Holy Spirit, all right? They're in paradise right now, and they're waiting for resurrection, all right? And we'll read about the resurrection and when it happens, okay? Um, but be happy, okay? And we will be with all, be with them together, all right? Now, you ask yourself, well, what about, Brother Joe, what about the ones that don't make it, right? Brothers and sisters. In the Old Testament, in the Old Hebrew text, it tells us that we will not remember the things of the earth, okay? Remember, there's no crying. There's no crying. There's no tears in heaven. So anyone that doesn't make it, that is a loved one of yours, you will have no memory of that person. Thank God, brothers and sisters. You understand? But the people that you do know, you will get to see them again. Those loved ones, you'll get to see them again. That's why David says when his young son dies and he was mourning, he was fasting. And after he died, they said, what? How come you're not praying now? How come you're not fasting now? He says, because I will go to be with him someday. You understand? All right, brothers and sisters. So now, we're going to read... Chapter 5, the same uh, 1 Thessalonians, the day of the Lord, starting from verse 2 through 9. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then suddenly destruction comes upon them, as labor pains upon the pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. Remember, we're going to be like the house owner, and we're going to be ready to meet the Lord. We're going to be walking with Him. We're going to pray. We're going to have the mind on, on the Lord all day long. We're going to have the mind of Jesus, which is what? 
to please God and do His will. Brothers and sisters, if you're not doing God's will, you're not pleasing Him. So always do the will of God and please Him, and you'll be ready when He comes to take His church. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of the night, for nor are the dark of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Now listen to this next one very carefully, brothers and sisters. This is verse 9. For God did not appoint us to the wrath, but to obtain salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to share with you what he's talking about. All right, The wrath is the tribulation. It's going to be terrible. I shared with you last week that the tribulation is a three and a half period, okay? Um, if you join me next week, I will show you how we know it's three and a half years, all right? And we'll talk about the tribulation next, next week. And when you hear the horrible things that happens on the earth during that time, you're going to be very happy that you are saved today, that you are ready to meet the Lord. You're going to be very happy. Now, what he says is, we are not appointed to the wrath. That means that he's going to take up that virgin church, right? Before the tribulation. Now, nobody knows when he's going to take the church up. So you, brothers and sisters, need to be ready. Okay? Because he's, it could be today. It could be three years from now. But it's not long time from now, brothers and sisters. I assure you that. Okay? Unless you're around 70 years old, because he promises you 70 years plus 10 if you take care of yourself, all right? So that's when he takes people that are his, all right, around that time frame. So you may just die a natural death, and if that's so, you still need to be ready, right? But if you're much younger than that, brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you, okay, he's going to take up the church in your lifetime, and you need to be ready and go up with him, right? All right. So we're not appointed to the wrath. So this is, this is a huge blessing, all right? You got to remember, brothers and sisters, they say there's two things in life that are for sure. Think about it. What's for sure? What do they always say? Taxes and what? Death. That's right, brothers and sisters. We're going to die. You cannot arise unless you die. Do you understand? Okay, so when he comes to take up the church, we're all going to die. You know, people, they all want to live forever, but nobody wants to die. Well, Jesus died for you, and he's alive, and you will die, and you're going to live. If what? If you believe in him, if you love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbors yourself, if you repent of your genuinely in your heart, all right? You're going to go with that church. You're not going to be here for that tribulation, brothers and sisters. Amen? Amen. All right, so where do we go next? We're going to go to the book of Revelations, 
chapter 3, verse 10. Talking about the same thing. Now here, he's talking about the church of Philadelphia. Just to, There's seven churches and revelations he talks about. There's only one church that he has no problem with. That they are righteous. They are following him. They love him. So anyone part of the church of Philadelphia is any genuine Christian in any genuine Christian church or Messianic church that believes in Yeshua Jesus, that follows him, loves him, and is ready to meet him. Okay? So you got to understand, right? You got to understand. So this is what it says. Reading from verse 10 of chapter 3. Because you have kept my commandment, persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial. That's the tribulation, brothers and sisters. Which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. You understand? We are not going to be. We are not appointed to that wrath. Thanks God. Praise God. Because those three and a half years, what I will share with you next week, is literally hell on earth. All right? People are not going to be saved that time. You know, people want to give this, people want to think, well, okay, you know, I'm just going to live the way I do, and if the church goes up, oh, well then, I'm going to say, okay, God, I, now I know you're real. All the good Christians are gone, and I'm going to change them. And when you come on the day of resurrection, the day of the Lord, in the clouds, take me. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You see, there's a saying. They don't miss the water till the well runs dry. You understand? The water is the Holy Spirit. And when that church goes up, the well is dry. The well is dry. You can do whatever you want. It's done. Okay? You had your chance. You didn't take it. You didn't receive. You understand? Now, in Israel, it's a different thing. And I'll share that with you, okay? There will be people that get saved during the tribulation in Israel. But we'll get to that and I'll explain. Remember, everything starts in Israel. They're the chosen people. God loves the Jews. 110%, I know that. He loved them then, He loves them now. And He loves Israel, okay? Everything starts there, everything finishes there. Keep that in mind when we go through this. Message is for both. That's, this message is for the Gentile church. It's going to get taken up before the tribulation. And for the Messianic church, all right, that are going to get saved during that time. You know, there's 9 million people that live in Israel today. Four and a half million of them are Jews. Right? The 144,000 chosen Jews that God is waiting to receive Him are already there. He has brought them back from all the nations and they're ready. He's there. He's there at the door. Okay? There's a car door. They're inside. There's no door handle on the outside. Jesus, Yeshua, is there wanting to come in. But they have to open the door from the inside to let Him in. Do you understand, brothers and sisters? So now we're reading from Matthew chapter 24. 
I'm going to read verses 21 and 22. For then there will be great tribulation. Such has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, nor ever shall be. That means, as I pointed out, it's going to be worse than it's ever been on this planet. Ever. But be of good cheer, because if you were part of that virgin church, he's going to take us out. He's going to rapture us. We're not appointed to this wrath. Verse 22. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh, remember this, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Okay? If it went longer than three and a half years, the tribulation, the Jews themselves would be killed. The 144,000 select would be killed. Remember, we learned last week, when they see the abomination and desolation standing in the holy place, that's that temple that they're going to build. Remember, we talked about this. Okay? They are to run to the mountains if they're in Judea. Run to the mountains, remember? Because if they don't run, they will be killed. All right? So, here, he shortens time for the elect. That's the Jews. Because no flesh would be left. When he came, hmm, they wouldn't be here. So he shortened time. All right, brothers and sisters? All right, so now we're going to go to the old text, the Hebrew text, Daniel. Chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. After the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come, that's the Antichrist, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be as a flood until the end of the war. Desolation are determined. The war, brothers and sisters, remember that? Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. All right. That is where we understand the covenant is a peace agreement. A week every day, okay, is a year. A week is seven years, so it's a seven-year agreement. This Antichrist is going to be war. Can you see that? There's war. All right? And... And the Antichrist is going to come to Israel and say, Oh, I'm your savior or whatever. And he's going to make this peace agreement. And they're going to think, Wow, this guy's really great. Okay? But he's a deceiver. He's a sheep in in wolf's clothing. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to the sacrifices and offering. You see, that temple, remember, that they built... They're going to they're gonna start doing sacrifices again, okay? You see, Israel has not done sacrifices for 2,000 years because they have no altar. They have no temple that has an altar in it. Now, they really don't have an excuse, brothers and sisters, because when the first temple was made, okay, they too didn't have walls, but what, they built an altar first. They did their sacrifices on the altar. Then when the building was, they put the altar in the building or built the building around the altar, They continued, okay? But at any rate, all right, 
They're going to build that temple when they get the peace agreement. They're going to build it on the Temple Mount, Mount Moriah, okay, where it originally was. They're going to do sacrifices, but in the middle of the week, what is that? That's three and a half years. We don't have an exact date, but we know halfway into the three and a half years, he's going to take sacrifice away. Now, how is he going to do that? Are the Jews going to let him do that? Are these Orthodox Jews going to allow him to do that? Think about it. Think about it. There's going to be a revolt. Remember, when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place, you've got to run. Be like Lot's wife. Do not be like Lot's wife and turn around and go back. You will die. They will kill you. You understand? You understand? Yeah. All right. So now then what happens? It says, He shall bring an end to the sacrifice of offering and the wings of abomination, that's a description of the Antichrist, shall be one who makes desolation, even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolation. What does desolation mean? It means to destroy, brothers and sisters. Okay? But remember, God loves the Jews, and he's going to save them. Remember, we learned at... Uh, if you're in Israel, you've heard a million times, God loves us and he's going to save all of us. But if you listen to the first part of seeing into the future, you learn that it's all that is left. You learn that when we read in Zechariah 13 and 14, that two thirds, two parts of Israel is going to die. But the one third that is left is ones that God is going to save. And those are the ones that are going to believe in Yeshua. Those are the ones that are going to be the wedding guests. You see, the virgin church is a Gentile Philadelphia church that goes up before the tribulation. But then he goes and uh, we, need wedding, we need wedding guests. And those are the Jews. And the ones that receive him, that receive him. Remember John 3.16. He sent his only begotten son to die. And those who believe in him should inherit the kingdom of God. All right? They have to accept Yeshua as their savior, as their Lord, as their king, as their master, or they will not make it to heaven. doesn't matter if they're seed of Abraham. Remember that we learned that. All right, that takes us to the last book that we'll read today, and that's the book of Daniel. I'm going to read Daniel chapter 12, reading 1 through 3. And at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to the time, and at the time your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth, shall awake. That means the ones that are dead. Some to everlasting life. Those are all the ones that received Jesus, Yeshua. And some to everlasting contempt. Those are the ones that will be cast into hell, brothers and sisters. Those who are wise shall shine 
like the brightness of the firmament. If you're wise, you have humbled yourself. Humbled yourself to the Lord. Right? You fear the Lord. You humbled Him. You love Him for what He did for you and me. He sent His only begotten Son, part of Him, to die a suffering death for you and me. And as Romans 12:1 says, it is our reasonable service, brothers and sisters, to be a living sacrifice for Him. So give up your life for Him and live. Give up the lust on TV, the lust in your mind. Renew your mind and He will renew your mind completely. Take that carnal mind out of you. He will renew that stony heart into a pure, loving heart. He says if your heart is not pure, you will not see God. That means you don't go to heaven. So if you don't have love in your heart, you don't have Jesus. This is how you know if you're saved. This is how you know you have the Holy Spirit. All right? If you have love in your heart, because Jesus, God says Himself in the Holy Word, He is love. And if you have love in your heart, you got Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit. And you're saved. And you'll be with Him. Do you understand? Okay? It's not just repentance. Okay? It's loving your neighbors yourself. If they're starving, they need extra food, you have it, you're going to give it to them. They need extra clothes, you're going to give it to them. If they're friends of yours and they're in prison, you're going to visit them. Okay? And He says if you don't, then when you go to meet the Father and Jesus... He will say, when I asked you for food, you gave me none. And they will say, when did that happen? And so when you didn't do it to the little ones, it was as if you didn't do it to me. So brothers and sisters, if this is you, ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to renew your mind and your heart and fill you with the Holy Spirit. All right? And you'll be ready for this day. All right, we finished one more verse, I believe. Yes. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. So brothers and sisters, if you're one of my friends and you're sending out all these scriptures, getting people ready, right? I saw one the other day. It was so great. I, I, I screenshotted it. It said, repent. Repent and live forever. All right? Things like that. You know, um, you got to share the word. Bring as many people to Christ and Yeshua as you can, brothers and sisters. All right? And uh, we'll all be with him in heaven, in the kingdom of heaven forever and ever and ever. All right. So remember, brothers and sisters, remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Jesus, Yeshua, in your heart. And we'll all be together in the kingdom of heaven someday. Amen.